Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. You're listening to Got em, Coach. The show that brings sneakerheads and ball players together. Now, here's your host with over 200 pairs of sneakers, Tyrone Smith. Yo, I know y'all get tired of my procrastination, man. I'll be all over the place. I ain't even gonna lie. This episode was supposed to be dropped two weeks ago, but sometimes in the process of doing things, you don't even feel like doing it. So that's where I was for the past two weeks. I ain't even gonna lie. Let me let me let me just be frank. Let me let me be frank. Let me be Slim Jesus right now. Let me let me be let me be on Frank Block right now. Let me be frank with y'all. I had the episode done. I had it done Tuesday, but I just didn't feel like editing it. <laughs> so by the time I got around to editing it, it was already Wednesday night, and it was already old. So I just ain't drop it. So I just I said, you know what, when I get some time, I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to do this episode because I have been meaning to put out this episode for two weeks now. I told y'all, man, it's it's crazy. You you would think you would think with me being so inconsistent. I ain't going to lie. I'm 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 inconsistent. <laughs> I'm super inconsistent. It's not my fault, though. When I, when I I told y'all a couple episodes back, I'm a one-man army. And when you're a one-man army, you got to wear a whole bunch of other different hats. So, at the time, you got to find time for certain things. And, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get, I'm trying to, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying to put some, I'm trying to put some food in my belly, you know? You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to put some food in my belly. In fact, in fact. Go check out all of the previous episodes. That helps your boy out a great amount. Helps me out a great amount, man. Um, so yeah, that's all I gotta say. My bad. My bad for being so long. I know y'all been missing me. I've been missed. I know I've been missed. You ain't gotta tell me twice. I already know what the deal is. You ain't even gotta tell me. I already know. Hey, but look, man. We here. We here in the building. Y'all already know what time it is. Time to do what we do. This is what I do. <laughs> this is what I know. I'm just playing, man. But uh, episode number 29 is here in the building, man. So y'all already know it's time to get started with the show. What the hell? 
Oh, wait a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. My bad. <laughs> we started that off wrong. Let's let's start it again. Episode number 29 of the show. Where church's chicken gift cards will not be tolerated as Christmas gifts. If you really love me, you'll give me a Popeye's gift card and a KFC gift card. Because I love my chicken. Especially the ones with the 11 herbs and spices. Got him, coach! Yes, 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 yes! And I am your host. Wait a minute. No, 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 not, not this week, <laughs> no, 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 not, not this episode, not this episode, you want to know why it's not going to be this episode, because a couple weeks back, I put out a giveaway on, I've been putting out giveaways, you know, we hit a thousand about, mm, about two, three weeks ago, I think, we hit it, we hit a thousand, we hit a thousand plays, man, hit a thousand, so, my appreciation to those who's been rocking with your boy. You know, I've been doing giveaways. So we had a Facebook giveaway with the question being um, my all-time favorite player. Uh, shout out to the homie for getting it correct. It is Big Ben Wallace. Um, so that was my Facebook giveaway. $75 gift card is on the way. Then I went over to the snap. If you don't follow me on Snap, make sure you do that. Rone 2 exclusive. R-O-N-E. The number 2. X-C-L-U-Z-I-V-E. Rone 2 exclusive. Make sure y'all go follow me, man. But um, I, had, I did a giveaway out on the Snap um, where I had people pick a number between 1 and 28. Uh, they picked that number. They was given a true or false question or a multiple choice question. Uh, if they got the question correct, they were finalists for the giveaway. And if you got the question wrong, then, of course, you wasn't a finalist. So I think four people participated. Three of those people got the question right, and they became finalists for the giveaway. Now, the giveaway was simple. All I needed was a, a, a shout-out on Facebook, a, 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 um, a share of Got em Coach on Facebook. I needed a share on Instagram. Uh, Twitter, you could have did it, but I know a lot of people don't tweet, don't tweet, 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 Twitter, tweet, Twitter, 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 Twitter. I know a lot of people don't tweet, so that was optional. And so I needed two of the, at least two of the three. And then on top of that, I needed a rendition of the intro that I do. Now, you know, put a little spin on it, do it however you want to do it, you know, whatever, whatever. But that's that's what I needed. And of the three people who were finalists, only one person did it. <laughs> so, with that being said, I want to send a personal congratulations. And I don't do government names. That's that's not my thing. I'm not a I'm not a government name giver unless it's my own. You know, you know, um, confidentialities. <laughs> so we ain't gonna do that but uh shout out to uh shout out to queen b queen b in the building 
She gave me everything I needed, the Facebook, uh, Instagram. She went as far as putting it on the snap. I ain't even asked for the snap. You know, she went above and beyond the call of duty. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, you, you got you to gotta get credit where it's due. You know, round of applause, round of applause, you know. I'm, I'm impressed. I'm quite impressed. But um, she did the intro today. So, Tyrone ain't doing the intro this week. I'm not doing it. And I'm so happy because I finally don't get to do an intro. You know, I get tired of doing the same thing over and over again sometimes. You know, I be wanting to put a little spin on it. You know, I want to get I want to get y'all more involved with the show. You know what I'm saying? Especially when things really really pop off. Cause I got some I got some great things behind the scenes. I ain't even gonna I ain't even gonna get into. But I, I just want y'all to know, man. 2018 it's about to be a hostile hostile takeover. Trust me when I tell you that. But I'll be wanting, I want y'all to get more involved with the show. You know what I'm saying? You know, it's only so much that I can do as a person in terms of putting a show together. You know, I need I need more input from the fans and the people who listen week in and week out. You know, help your boy out, you know. But um <laughs> But uh yeah, I'm not doing the intro this week. Uh Queen B's doing the intro this week. Uh so shout out to her. She gave me an exclusive exclusive intro and i ain't gonna lie we 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 gonna listen to the intro and um i'm gonna point some things out and then we we gonna we gonna go from there but uh from from what i did hear from the intro i was i was very very impressed that she uh went above and beyond what was needed to uh actually put this intro together um because you know you know, I come with energy. I come with energy. I come hard body energy when I do my intro. So, you know, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta match my energy level. So, uh, I think she did that. So, I'm gonna, I'm gonna let y'all, I'm gonna let y'all listen for yourselves. You know what I'm saying? So, ladies and gentlemen, episode number twenty nine of the show, where I'm not doing the intro, and I just did this. So, why am I doing it again, man? But y'all already know how it go, ladies and gentlemen. I give you the one, the only Snapchat giveaway winner, Queen B. Take it away. What's goody? It's your girl, Queen B, in the building, welcoming you to Got 'em, Coach. I'm your host today, filling in for your boy Tyrone Smith, aka Wrong to Exclusive, aka Mr. Hustle Bandit, aka Mr. Sneaker Bandit, Daytona 360. Y'all already know how y'all boy get down. He be spinning around the world, spinning around the world. Your girl alive and in the flesh. Y'all already know what I came to do. I come to give y'all that Dylan Dillinger hot. That H-E-A-T-E Alright <laughs> Yes Shout out to Queen B Thanks for the intro baby uh, First off Let's 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 talk about this uh, Let's talk about this intro for a second um, uh, It was actually very very good It's a couple things You know next time you know you gotta do The intro Um if you're gonna sing the song, you have to sing the whole song. You can't give a snippet. It has to be the whole 
Spinning around the world, spinning around the world, brush to my hair, oh, I'm spinning around the world. Gotta, gotta give me the whole thing, gotta give me the whole thing. When I hear that song, I, I ain't even gonna lie, when I'm singing that particular part of the intro, like, I always got a brush on deck. Matter of fact, I have two brushes on deck. I, I keep one on the left side. I keep one on the right side. So when I'm spinning, when I'm singing, I just be brushing my hair. Just you don't you don't hear it when I'm actually recording, but I just I'll be getting it in, man. I'll be getting it in. But um, that's one thing. And then good use of the dye line I, I, I didn't think you was gonna get that I didn't think you was gonna get that but if you gonna say heat you gotta put a little more emphasis in it you know you know you, you, it was a heat you know what I'm saying you know that was nice and all but I need a little more heat oh and you forgot you already know how it goes other than that, hey, I'm very, very impressed. I am very, very, very impressed. Congratulations on being the Snapchat giveaway winner. Your $75 would be in the mail or however I plan on doing it. Just know you'll get it. Merry Christmas. <laughs> um, Alright, so now we got all that out the way. Check this out, man. Oh, yeah, I said I wasn't going to get into what I got going on behind the scenes. Y'all but uh, no, on a serious tip, hey, I got a t-shirt press. I got my press coming. So guess what's about to redrop? The merch is about to come right back out. Yeah, man. Look, I tried to uh, I tried to drop ship thing. It ain't for me, man. It ain't for me. It ain't for me. On a on a twenty on a twenty dollar on a twenty dollar shirt, I'm only making man about four five dollar profit. Can't have it. <laughs> Can't have that. So if I'm gonna be doing merch, if Tyrone's gonna be doing merch, if got him coach is gonna be doing merch, we 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 got we gotta keep it in house. You know we gotta keep profits because you know we we got we got bigger fish to fry. You know what I'm saying? So you know we we gotta we gotta keep we gotta keep everything in house. You feel me? But uh, I think that's the only the only relevant news that I'm gonna be giving y'all because you know like I said I ain't been I ain't been I ain't recorded in two weeks. Well, technically, I ain't put out an episode in two weeks. I've, I've been record, I have recorded, but I haven't put out an episode in two weeks. Um, I can't really tell y'all what I got going on, but uh, if y'all if y'all follow the gram at uh, GEC three two five or the Facebook Got Em Coach three two five, man, I, I I will be a little more, well, not a little more, but a lot more in depth of what's going on. Um, make sure y'all go check out that YouTube too, uh, Got Em Coach TV. Make sure y'all go check that out, man. You know, we we coming we coming into some some litty lit situations of infatuations with litness <laughs> coming up. But um, that's what it is, man. That's what it is, you know. You know, you you, you, you if you really want something, man, you really gotta go for it. You know, you can't you can't skip the steps for uh, you can't skip the steps to greatness. And some of them steps include failure, so you know you just gotta, you gotta, you gotta trust the process. 
episode number 30 motivation to get a crack at part three coming soon <laughs> hey but let's get into this episode man we gotta finish up these if nba teams were rappers we on part deuce 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 up down low deuce deuce two times but let's get into it man got him coach episode number 29 let's get it all right, but before we get into that particular part of the episode, um, see, I had a script specifically for the week, like, if I was going to record Tuesday, so, like, all these stories is, like, based upon Tuesday, so we're just going to get into a quick breakdown of what I've really been, as a matter of fact, I ain't even going to go off the story, well, I guess it can go off the stories, the Cavaliers are, are rolling, man, they, they, they on a nice little win streak, LeBron out there playing bonkers right now. 12 straight, 12 straight Cleveland, they they doing the dang thing, man, I told y'all, if they can get the chemistry together, they was gonna be a problem, and in the beginning, the chemistry, the chemistry was ugly, so, you, you, you seen the results of ugly chemistry, but them boys is playing out of their minds right now, you know, so shout out to the Cavs, I don't think I'm gonna be doing too many, uh, Cavs the world turns, uh, parts of the episode no more see that's what they need that's you know sometimes they just need they need a you know a little, a little pushing from me you know you know you notice how when i get on certain things you know they, they start doing a little better like when i started when i was talking about phoenix and how trash they was you know they're, they're playing better basketball i mean they still suck but they're playing better basketball when i was talking about cleveland and i started Cavs, the world turns they go on a 12 game winning streak so hey if you a fan and you listening and your team is out there struggling, let me know. You know, I'll put together something. You know, I, I, I'll light a fire in them. You know, get them a little win streak going. You know, because because that's that's what it seemed like. It seemed like they need me to light a fire under them. <laughs> but, um, Cavs, 12 straight, man. D. Rose was considering retirement, but he has decided to rejoin the team and rehab his injured ankle. I knew D. Rose wasn't going to retire. You know, basketball and injuries is just one of those unfortunate things in, 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 in athletics where it can really take a toll on your mind, especially if you've been playing at a high, if you've been playing at a high level, if you get injured and you're not playing at that level that you was once playing, it can be a psychological disaster for you. Um, it can make you think all type of things. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm glad to hear that he's not retiring. I think he can maybe not be the D Rose of old because, of course, he's older. So, you know, once you're older, you start to lose certain elements of your game. And he was an athletic point guard. So, I don't think the athleticness is really going to be there like it once was. So, uh, so I think he can really evolve his game and, 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 and stretch it out to where he could be an effective uh, player for the foreseeable future. He just got to stay uh, healthy. Now that's that's a big question mark um, for D Rose, but uh, to consider retirement at this stage, I, I think is ridiculous. But uh, you know, like I said, you know, athletic injuries can play a, 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 a big part in your psychological thought process, uh, make you think that you know maybe you know this ain't for me. You know, maybe you know. Look, I mean, Grant Hill was injured all the time. You see, he was able to uh, itch out a 19-year career. Um, Penny, Penny wasn't the same player, but he was still, um, you know, he was still healthy enough to, to manage out a career to where he could, you know, be a factor, a contributing factor to a team. So, um, you know, he'll be all right. <laughs> D Rose would be all right, man. Um, 
the Pistons, the Pistons are struggling, man. They had two impressive wins. Well, I don't know if the Thunder is really an impressive win at this point. Because they just lost to Brooklyn last night. And they are struggling. They are struggling. That, 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 that chemistry, you know, just like with the Cavs. We were talking about the Cavs and them not having a lot of good chemistry going on. And the, the Thunder is the same way. I, it's that mellow effect, man. I'm telling you. Mellow, mellow is poison. <laughs> mellow. Don't get, don't get me wrong. Melo is a, a impressive player, but Melo is poison. He's poison, and you can see it. You can see it in the um, in the Thunder's performance right now. They're not nowhere near where I, where I thought they would be. I had them as a maybe a two three, a two or three seed in the West, and they're not even that. I said they was gonna battle with Minnesota. That was gonna be an interesting battle in that division. But uh, it's not even that interesting because the mellow, ugh, the mellows, the Thunder are playing like dumpster juice right now, you know. So it's like, come on, man, y'all gotta get it together. I mean, it's still kind of early in the season to where they can turn it around, but it's like at this point, it's like, can it be turned around? Y'all losing to Brooklyn, man. Don't get me wrong, Brooklyn is a hardworking team. You know, they just they just acquired Jaleel Okafor, which is a great trade for them. Um, love that trade for Brooklyn. They needed a guy who could go down in the paint and get some buckets. Um, when you get when you get the, the D'Angelo Russell back healthy, um, Brooklyn has a nice, a little. They have an intriguing team. It's not as intriguing to where there'll be a playoff team this year, but next year I think if they get a couple a couple more pieces to fill out that nucleus of a Jaleel and a D'Angelo Russell, because I think Jaleel still has it. He just got caught up. In that in that log jam at the big man in Philly, when you think of Joel Embiid, Dario Saric, Jameer Johnson, um, you know they just had a lot of they had a lot of big men that they got to get playing time to. You know when you hurt, you know it's like you know when you hurt, you know next man up and next man up took his opportunity and never gave it back. So I like that trade for Brooklyn, but um, you know Brooklyn plays hard, so it's not like. You know, it's not like they was playing like Chicago or nothing and they got beat. I mean, Brooklyn's a really hard-charging team. Like, they're really going to come after you. You know, they're they going to put the pressure on you offensively. They, they play hard. But, you know, this is this is, this is is troubling for Oklahoma City. They got to really get it together. But um, what was I talking about? Oh, the Pistons. Um, The Pistons, the Pistons, man, I don't know what's going on. They, they had an impressive win against Boston in Boston. That was a very impressive win. But they have lost to Milwaukee, Chicago. Milwaukee, Washington, San Antonio. They got they got a game tonight against Golden State, and then they got a game Sunday against Boston. So you know this could this can be a, a troubling time if you're a Detroit Pistons fan. Not that I'm a Pistons fan, but I do live in you know I am a Detroit native, so you know I always check out on my Pistons. But uh, they not they 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 not playing they not playing well right now. Um, Mark Gasol, they're saying that he got a uh, Tisdale fired. I don't think he got. I don't think he got Tisdale fired. I think it's just unfortunate. Look, when you when you're used to something for so long, any change of that it, it, it'll cause it'll make it'll make somebody feel some type of way. So it's like, you know, Memphis has always been in the playoffs. Now it's like they're struggling. You know, they were losers of 11 straight before they beat Minnesota uh, recently. So you know, you lose all these games, and you're not you lose you're not used to losing all these games. And now you got to put the blame on somebody. Do I think it's Tisdale? No. I mean, you don't really give him a lot to work with. You kind of went away from what Memphis has been known for for so many years. 
which is grit and ground ball. Now you want it to be more of an up-tempo type of team. I guess he has more so of a say on that, but I think that's more so of, of who the uh, the GM and the owners and who all, all those players, who they pick up. Um, but look, Mike Conley's been hurt. So it's like, you know, you know, Memphis is playing their best ball when they had Conley, but Conley hasn't been playing. Tyreek Evans is playing out his mind right now, averaging 17 points. A, a, a true candidate for not only six man of the year, but most improved player of the year. Um, it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate. But Tisdale is a very, very good coach, and I'm pretty sure he's not going to be on the coaching market too soon if he chooses to get back in coaching as soon as possible. Look, he got a nice little, nice looking wife. He might want to go in the Bahamas and let her walk around and, you know, just be all sexy and just enjoy that. So, you know, coaching might not be in the foreseeable future, but we'll see. But Tisdale, I mean, it's unfortunate that he got fired, but, you know, that's just a part. That's a part of the, uh, that's a part of sports athletics. <laughs> um, and it's funny because I didn't think he was going to be the next coach. I didn't, I had no idea that he would be, maybe the next coach. I looked at Memphis situation and I said, well, you know, you gave him a team that was playoff ready. Um, you know, let him kind of go through the notions of getting his young, younger team now together to let them, you know, build the camaraderie. And, you know, maybe they'll struggle for the next couple of years. But, you know, if he puts his imprint on that team, they'll be good. But they ain't even let him do that. They was like, look, if you can't, you, look, we used to winning. I mean, so what we took away our best players, you know, that, that was our identity. You know, we expect you to win. It's unfortunate, but I mean, like I said, that's the way things go. Um, Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin's gonna be out a couple months with a knee injury. This is just a major, another blow to a Clippers team that's been dealt major blows for a while now. Um, Patrick Beverly is out for the season. Teladosic is out. Gallinari is out. There's talk of DeAndre Jordan being traded to the Cavs for Tristan Thompson and Brooklyn's first round pick. Um, it's just, it's just all bad. It's just all bad if you're a, if you're a Clippers fan. Austin Rivers is your starting guard. <laughs> Um, it's, it's unfortunate because for six, for six, seven years, the Clippers was the talk of LA, but they can never get out the first round. And, um, you see, I will say that them Lakers are starting to surpass them. Shout out to the Lakers, man, for that clutch win, that clutch, that was a clutch win. Ingram hitting the game winner with 0.8 seconds to go. Um, Lazo Ball played a, a decent game. Had I think 10, 8 and 8, 3 steals, 4 blocks of so 4 blocks, 3 steals, some something of that nature. But like I said, um it's unfortunate for these Clippers, man. It's unfortunate, you know, that they go they're going through this. Um I asked myself, you know, a lot of people saying that Doc Rivers is just such an elite coach, but I always wonder if he's an overrated coach because it seems like it seems to me when in situations like this, when you got a younger team, this, that, and the third, um, he's not that effective of a coach to me. You know, like he doesn't he doesn't get it seems like he doesn't maximize the potential of his young players. And the Clippers really don't have a lot of young players to begin with. Remember when they signed Chris Paul, they or traded for Chris Paul, they traded him with the intentions of being a playoff contender. And when you're winning on them games year in and year out, you're picking low in the draft, so your, your talent pool is not really there. So now when things like this happen, where you got to blow up the team, you, you start to see where, you know, you see that it's like a gift and curse of being a playoff team year in and year out if you're not making a championship. Um... So, you know, this is where kind of where they at. But, you know, just 
I think that to me, I think Doc Rivers is overrated as a coach. I, I don't think he really maximizes the potential of his team um, like a Greg Popovich. You see what Greg Popovich, Popovich is able to do with Deontay Murray and Kyle Anderson and guys like that. Um, Eric Spoelstra has them boys out there in Miami playing very, very well, and they're very, very young. Um, he got Deion Waiters to be an effective player. So any any coach that can get Deion Waiters to be an effective player, you know, you, you got to put him in elite status. Uh, Stan, I mean, not Stan Van Gundy, but Stan Van Gundy is also a very good coach. He got them Pistons playing well. Uh, he likes firing into every player. Uh, it's good, Like I said, it's going to be interesting to see with these next couple games with, uh, what Detroit does, you know. I, you know, they got they got to pull one out because they not necessarily struggling, but you know they're losing close games. You know the Pistons they get behind so early and have to fight their way back. And you can only do that for so long before you're not able to do it no more. And you kind of seen with these last couple games that they lost, with the exception of Washington when they lost by double digits, um, they're not able to do that. So come on, Detroit, y'all gotta get it together. But um. Yeah, but like I was saying, man, um, Doc Rivers to me isn't really that uh, as elite of a coach. He's not that elite of a GM. That's why they strip duties from him from that uh, particular title. But um, you got to wonder, if, if he, is he going to be next on the chopping block? Because, you know, the Clippers, man, they're in that West, and that West is very, very deep, and they don't have the talent. They don't have the talent to go right now. And you have to wonder that you don't have to wonder if uh, Palmer, the owner, is just gonna blow this whole thing up and start it over, and, and just and just start from scratch. If I if I'm a Clipper, if I'm if if I'm affiliated with the Clippers, that's what I'm doing. I'm starting this over from scratch because I'm not winning a championship or I'm not contending for at least another three four years. So I might as well go and get young players and develop them and do what and do what I can. So, yeah, but Blake Griffin's going to be out with a knee injury, man. He was playing at an MVP level, too, so that's real unfortunate. Chris Bosh. Chris Bosh has been mulling a return to the NBA. Well, first of all, you ain't been, I don't think you've been cleared to return, so I don't know how that's going to work. But in second, man, blood clots. This is your second blood clot. I wouldn't mess around with them blood clots, you know. If you if you consistently keep having them, maybe that's, that, maybe that's a sign that maybe you should just chill out. I mean, you had a nice career, nice 10-plus year career. Your number's going to be retired in Miami. I'm pretty sure they're going to retire in Toronto, and they know what's best for them. Um, just enjoy retirement, man. You know, you know, you could you could get um, on the mic and be a commentator for NBA TV. But, uh, yeah, I don't think Chris Bosher returns to the NBA. Like I said, that's something that you don't really want to mess with. You know, concussions, blood clots. Heart ailments, like those are things you really don't want to play around with if you're an athlete. You see what happened to uh, was it Hank Gathers? It was it was one of them dudes. I can't remember who it was. I don't think it was Hank Gathers. Hank Gathers was the one. Uh, no, that was Lynn Bias who died uh, from a cocaine overdose. Well, not an overdose, but you know, I think it was Hank Gathers. I think it was Hank Gathers. He collapsed on the court. Um, mid game, he collapsed on the court. He pretty much died on the court. Um, I think that was Hank Gathers. Let me know if I'm right or wrong. I can't remember. I know it wasn't. I was thinking Land Bias, but it wasn't Land Bias. I think it was Hank Gathers. But um, yeah. But you know, that's those are things you don't want to play around with. But on the flip side, I will say this. Um, Isaiah Austin, who was a first round projected first round pick in the draft. Uh, last year, not 
not this not this rookie class the last rookie class he was a projected first round pick and he had a very uh serious ailment that kept him that prevented him from being uh tractable and he was able to fight his way back to playing competitive basketball so i mean i i guess anything is possible but you know that's a high risk that's a high risk low reward type of situation that you just you, you don't really want to play around with so those are stories Oh, and Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is the truth. Ben Simmons is the best rookie in the NBA right now. And close second would be the homie, probably one of my favorite rookies, Donovan Mitchell, man. Donovan Mitchell is putting up buckets. When I tell you buckets, he's putting up buckets. Buckets. Look, look. This is what I like to say. See, see, teams be building for championship runs. And signing these rookies with with higher name powers, and all these other rookies is just getting buckets, and that's what Donovan Mitchell is doing, man. He's probably probably the second best rookie, second or third best rookie. You can make an argument for second best uh, rookie in the league right now. Um, he, the, the boy, put up 41 in, against New Orleans. He put up 26 last night in Houston, and a lot of people was wondering with the Jazz with Gordon Hayward leaving. That 20-plus scoring um, average leaving the team, where was the scoring going to come from? Don't fear, 45 is here, and he's he's been playing he's been playing lights out. Now they are about to come into that rookie wall. You know, it's a big difference between the college college season and the NBA season. 30 games. Um, if you if you make the March Madness, you, you will play about what five, six, seven additional games. So that, that rookie wall is getting ready to hit. So you got to wonder if he's going to be able to play, still play at that effect, the effective level that he's been playing right now. But right now, he's playing very, very effectively. All right, I'm done. Let's get into this top 10, man. Yeah, top 10. This top 10 this week. We, we ain't doing I did five because I was going to do them all. But I'm, that, that last episode, I'm like, man, I, I think I did them all. And the, the computer crashed, and it made me feel some type of way. So I was just like, you know what? I'm gonna just break this down into three parts. So let's get into this top ten, man. Got him, coach. Episode number twenty-nine. Let's get it again. Sit back and relax. Time to have some knowledge dropped on you. All right, so let's start off. Let's start off with Indiana. So. When I think of Indiana this year, when I think of Indiana this year, I think of a two-man, a two-man team right now, an t- unexpected two-man team that's 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 doing some um doing some damage, and that is Victor Oladipo and Miles Turner. Oladipo is out there balling, balling like really proving proving all the haters wrong, proving that you know Westbrook was holding them back. Proving that you know he was just going through uh, growing pains when he got drafted by Orlando, he's really coming into his own as being the guy in Indiana. And I said, I told y'all, I'm like, when the, when the trade happened, I'm like, this is gonna be the perfect opportunity for Victor Oladipo to prove himself as an elite player. And I think he could have did it because of the game that he hit the Africa games where he won MVP. I'm like, he's going to be able to get all the shots. He's going to be able to distribute, contribute, do everything he needs to do to to show that he can be the guy. 
Now, I also said that Indiana was going to be trash without Paul George, but Indiana is doing it really, really well right now. They're playing some really, really inspired basketball right now. Basketball that I don't think nobody expected for them to play at this current moment. They are 14 and 11, good enough for seventh in the Eastern Conference right now. Riding a two-game winning streak, seven and three in the last ten games. I don't think nobody expected them to do that. So, when you talk about unexpectedness, an unexpected rise to the top. When we look at Indiana, I only think of two particular. I think of two particular rappers that I could compare Indiana to, and that is Shmurda and Rowdy Rebel, the homies from GS9. So if I'm looking at Indiana, give me Bobby Schmurder and Rowdy Rebel. Why do these two teams compare? Because that it's an unexpected rise to fame right now. They, they they doing it right now. Indiana is in the playoffs. I did not have them in the playoffs in, in my review of the NBA season this year. Didn't have them in the playoffs. Um and they're they're doing they're doing very very well. Bobby Schmerner and Robbie, Roddy Rebel, outside of the the homies that they know on the block, nobody expected them to be big-time rap superstars. They had one single that went viral, and that viralness went to getting them a deal and gotten them to, you know, be able to create more songs until they got caught up with, you know, the whole little Rico conspiracy, all that other good stuff. So, you know, they, they, they in jail right now. Um, free the guys. But you know they'll be out soon. So you were in the end, it's a it's a rise to the top. And the the question now is, you know, will they will they come back down to earth? Because nobody expected Indiana to be a, a contending team in the Eastern Conference. So you have to ask, will they come back to earth? Right now they're they're playing some very very good ball right now. So I I have to give them that Bobby and Rowdy comparison. Because they're, they're on top of their game right now. They're on top of their game. They're taking advantage of the opportunities that was given to them. Um, and, and and they're doing well. So, Indiana. Bobby Schmurter, Roddy Rebel. Denied. Let's, start, let's talk about the Clippers now. So, when I look at the Clippers. I look at the Clippers. I look at a period of being hot for a long period. For about six years. But not really being able to capitalize fully on the, the, the name power that they had built. Um, and ultimately just kind of falling into obscurity to where nobody really cares about the Clippers right now. So when I look at the Clippers and I have to compare them to anybody in the rap game. As much as this is going to hurt me to say. The Clippers compared to the Diplomats. And that hurts my heart because I'm a huge Dipset fan. I'm a huge Dipset fan. It hurts to say that. But look, Dipset was the hottest thing for a six, 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 seven year period. They were they was the high, one of the hottest acts out of New York. Them and G Unit, you could have you could have had a e a, a debate on which group was the hottest in New York. They had that. But money and, you know, power hunger and, you know, all this other unnecessariness just kind of just threw a monkey wrench into the movement that they had. And the movement just fizzled away and fizzled away. And ultimately, it's like it just went away. And it was like, oh, well, remember when Dipset was the pop, the most popping thing in rap? 
now they're making a comeback and it's like eh, do we really care i mean cam's in his 40s jim's in his 40s Joel's in his 30s but you know he seemed like he's in his 40s because he's been rapping since he was about 18 freaky missing the tooth you know <laughs> so it's like do we do we really care that dipset is back i mean outside of new york and maybe the the little hardcore fans that they do have like me uh do we really care it's not and we we don't really care right now i mean that's kind of with the clippers it's like you know they they had their period for six years and it was like once chris paul left it's like and eh, do we really care about the clippers i mean yeah you got blake and deandre and doc rivers but do we really care about the clippers at this point in time yeah we we really don't care so clippers dipset perfect fit charlotte if i'm looking at charlotte i'm looking at charlotte and um i'm gonna go terror squad and this is why i'm gonna say terror squad because when you think of terror squad you think of fat joe remy ma and a uh, big pun you could throw dj Khaled and whoever else uh tony sunshine kill all rats Blah! that's what's popping <laughs> i got that off a of sub-zero dvd <laughs> long time ago but um so <laughs> when i <laughs> look at <laughs> when i look at charlotte right so when you think of charlotte you think of those three names so like let's see you go back to like the 90s charlotte you look at you know they had grandma Ma, larry johnson lonzo morning and mugsy bowls popular team oh then you could throw daryl curry in there now it's like the charlotte team now is you got kimball walker dwight howard and michael jordan and and you could throw michael k gilchrist in there i mean i gotta throw somebody in there right <laughs> but um i don't know you know they're popular like, like i ain't gonna front like fat joe fat joe is popular fat joe he you know he faced all these tax problems and he been in jail this that and the third and a lot of people say 50 cent ended his career but he still finds ways to get features with all these mainstream superstars and still finds his way to still be relevant remy ma did a eight-year bid in prison and came out and and, and was popping you know big pun a lot you already know big pun is one of the greatest of all time dj Khaled popping you know what i'm saying so like you know when you look at charlotte charlotte in in charlotte always had the popular players kimba is, is is popular you know dwight howard at one point in time was popular jordan is the goat you know what i'm saying so it's like it's a perfect match terror squad and charlotte man so let's 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 keep it moving let's let's go with utah so when i'm looking at utah right when i look at utah I said cash money records, but I'm going to break Utah down to one particular person in cash money. That's going to be Birdman. <laughs> Here's why. Here's why I say Birdman. The reason I say Birdman is because Birdman, as, as trash as you think he may be, he was always consistent with the music. Always consistent with the music. He always found, his, found a way to put cats on. Whether it been BG or Turk or Wayne or Fresh or Juvenile, you know what I'm saying? Like, he always found ways to put cats on. And he's uh, he's been able to keep that cash money thing consistent for a long period of time. 
And that's kind of what Utah has been. You know, they, they've always been consistent. They had a streak of, what, 20, 19 years, straight years of making the playoffs. And you got to think of John Stockton and Carl Malone and Darren Williams and Carlos Boozer and Metal Core. Like, they've always had consistency in their system. And Jerry Sloan, who's, who was there for a long period of time, they've always had consistency in their program to where they was always turning out um, playoff appearances, even though you would you would look at the team around the mainstream players and you would say, "Look, oh, this ain't a team that I think can really do anything." But they was always consistent enough to make the playoffs. And then things change. Now, I would say more so now. I don't think that cash money, Birdman, and cash money doesn't compare to Utah now because I think Utah is a li- in a little bit more of a clear direction than what cash money is and Birdman and his little situation with not paying folks. But just the just off consistency alone, and even though the Jazz haven't been in a play, well, they they just re got re got they they just remade remade. They were just in the playoffs, so it's like. You know, they had that little period of stretch where they wasn't in the playoffs like that after the 19 straight years. But, you know, when you look at Utah, you look at a team that could still consistently be consistent. So, in that in that high side, I don't think the two really compare that way. So, I think it's more so of uh, consistency and kind of longevity. Because, I mean, even though Berman not paying people and all that, he's still, he's still an important factor in the rap game. So... And just like Utah, Utah is still an important factor in, in, in the basketball game, even though you may say they don't really have a talent like that. So, yeah. Utah, Birdman, Cash Money, taking over for the 9-9-2000, man. Let's go to New Orleans. So, I'm going to keep this one sweet and simple. New Orleans, I compare them to Young Money. Why do I compare them to Young Money? Because Young Money has Nikki, Drake, and Wayne. Superstars, right? New Orleans has Boogie, AD, and uh, Drew Holiday. Superstars. The rest is trash. Let's move on. Bad Boy. When I'm looking at Bad Boy records, Diddy. We're going to compare them to Portland. And this is why I say Portland because, like, Bad Boy was hot back in the 90s. I ain't like they were hot, but do you really think they were as relevant as they could have been? I don't think they was as relevant as they could have been. Even in the 2000s, I felt like they were churning out consistent music, but they weren't as relevant as maybe like the other labels, maybe like a G Unit or a Dipset or a D Block or um or or dirty dirty ent you know what i'm saying like they wasn't they wasn't as like you knew them you know they got a little buzz from the band and you know from the making the band series uh the first band was the great band uh that album was fire it's a shame what they did to ness and babs i'm so disappointed in diddy but I, when I look at, like, they fly under the radar. Bad Boy always flies under the radar. And Portland always flies under the radar. I, I don't even think I had them in my playoff contention when I was doing my review. Um, but they're flying under the radar right now. Portland is currently Portland is currently 13 and 11. They're fifth in the, in the Western Conference at this moment in the season. Um, in a tie with Denver. 
Uh, I wasn't expecting them to make the playoffs, mainly because I had Oklahoma City in there. And, 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 they they do it too well. But just flying under the wet radar and you know not being you know not being noticeable, Portland and Bad Boy fit well. So let's go to New York. Let's go with the Knicks. And when I look at the Knicks, I look at Kristaps and I look at everybody else. So. When I think of New York, I had to I had to keep in New York, and I had to go with a New York artist, and I felt the only person to really go with was Troy Ave. <laughs> so the only reason I say Troy Ave is because if you actually listen to Troy Ave, like Troy Ave, Troy Ave is the is the producer, he's the he's the rapper, he's the merchandise seller, he's the he's the record label, he's the he's everything. He's everything to BSB Records. Just like Kristaps is everything to the Knicks. Let's move on. <laughs> Brooklyn. If I'm looking at Brooklyn, I'm going to go with Death Row. And here's why I say Death Row. Death Row had a star-studded lineup at one point in time. Um, you already know who was on Death Row. Tupac, Dre, Snoop, and I'm sure there were others. Um, think about what Brooklyn had at one point in time. They had Darren Williams, Joe Johnson, Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, Brooke Lopez. And they were never able to cap. I mean, they were able to capitalize on it by making it to the playoffs. But the championship far eluded them. And you've seen where those moves to get those superstar talents on the team hurt their long-term um, longevity. Just like um, Death Row. Getting a superstar talent hurt that long-term longevity to the point where now Death Row isn't even owned by Suge Knight. It's owned by some company because the company bought it in bankruptcy. In Brooklyn, you know, they, they traded two of their first-round picks to Boston. In Boston, you know, they, they about to get, they about to, they got Jason Tatum on one of those picks. And they traded the other one to Cleveland. And Cleveland is probably going to get a good player. Depending on how uh, Brooklyn ends the season, so you know they just they they're falling off trying to trying to build their name back up. So Brooklyn and Death Row, perfect fit. Next up, let's go L.A. So when I look at L.A., I was gonna do Shady Shady Records, but it's a particular group in Shady Records that I compare the Lakers to, and that's Slaughterhouse. And the reason I say Slaughterhouse is because Slaughterhouse has all the talent to be great. Royce the 5'9", dope. Joel O.T.'s underrated dopeness. Crooked Eye, dope. And a lot of people don't like Joe Button, but Joe Button is dope. Slaughterhouse, the self-titled album that came out, I think 2009, is to still to me one of the greatest albums I ever listened to. If y'all haven't heard that album, check it out. First song is dope. You heard the merge, ruin alliance. We fight fire with flamethrowers. Why would you try us? We your outfit equivalent to Voltron. That boy Crooked Eyes equivalent to Four Arms. Joel teases the body. The cannabis here cleaning under and eat your body. Joe Button is the pair of legs. He run alongside I, the apparent head. I am the general. Bow now. 
saluting. I don't even think y'all just get it. I'm running with the army. It is on till it's done, finished. You got a problem on any one of my slaughters. Y'all get come with it. Me and Joe be a perfect fit. He like starting. I like in it. I don't squash the beef, I don't bend the bit, I don't intricate, I'm tempting the soup in that YouTube lad, you gon' drop silence, I'm violent, I get hostile, and I'm violent, I went <laughs> Royce be snapping on that season, on that song, man. But they aren't able to fulfill the town the, the the potential of greatness that they have within that group right now. When you look at the Lakers, okay well nobody say the Lakers have one of the youngest talented rosters in the league. When you look at Lonzo, Ingram, Kuzma, KCP, uh, Nash Jr., Brooke Lopez, like they have talent. Jordan Clarkston, Julius Randle, they have talent, but they're not able to fully fulfill the talent that they have at this moment. It's going to be interesting to see what L.A. does because, you know, they're in the running for Paul George and LeBron James. It's like, do you break up that young core to bring in two superstar players or do you let this young core develop and be great for the next 10 years? So it's going to be interesting to see what they do with that. Last but not least, let's go Philly. So when I look at Philly, when I look at Philly, I might get I might get slack for this. But I, when I look at Philly right now, I'm looking at I'm looking at Drake. Drake is a bully. I ain't even gonna lie. Drake Drake is a Drake is a bully. And when I look at two bullies on Philly, I'm looking at MB and I'm looking at Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is Ben Simmons is the truth. 6'10, 6'10 point guard. Are you serious? Putting up all kind of crazy numbers. 13. Well, what what? Hold on, wait, wait, wait a minute. Let me, let me, let me break down to y'all what Ben Simmons did to these Lakers, I, Lakers last night. I think I talked about it earlier in the uh, show, but let me break it down for y'all again. Ben Simmons had 12 points, 12 rebounds, and 15 assists last night. Come on, man. It's not, it's not even fair. 28 and seven against Phoenix. He had five, 10 assists. I mean, that ain't really that impressive, but his ability to not only be the point guard but average two steals and almost one block a game ben simmons is a bully joel mb is a bully mb had 33 seven rebounds six assists and five blocks averaging 23 and 11 right now with two blocks a game put up 22 and 12 and 25 and 10 in his last two games they're bullies out there they, they, they just playing with these folks right now and Drake, he he plays, he plays with folks, man. He had Meek, me got Meek, Meek Mill out here looking bad, man. And Meek Mill is a dope rapper, but he had that boy looking so bad. I felt bad for Meek Mill, man. So Philly, Drake, that's my top ten. Part three will be episode number thirty-two. Episode number thirty-two. I thought it was gonna be three part where I could put it in the in the uh, motivation, but I don't like putting, you know jokes and all that other stuff and motivational stuff because you know i like to get y'all straight from the heart words so we're not gonna put that in on there and i'm not doing heat of the week this week um all i'm gonna say is the jordan 6 unc blues came out last week those are dope i love those shoes i haven't worn them yet but i love them already the uh the red boys the red 11s are coming out tomorrow good luck good luck and good luck um, I hope you don't have to hit the market to get them boys because if you do, you looking to pay about four hundred and fifty dollars, and I hope you ain't got a big foot because you're gonna pay a little more than that. 
So that's been the episode of Got Em Coach 29 episode 29 episode episode number 29 man i thank y'all for listening checking the show out don't forget to follow us on facebook and instagram at gc325 follow us on twitter if you got one at got em coach 325 uh, check out the soundcloud look us up on itunes i'm still trying to get google play i thought i had google play but apparently i don't have google play so i'm trying to get the google play in there so y'all can check that out on google play but itunes you can check us out at got em coach um, SoundCloud, you can check check us out at Got 'Em Coach. Stitcher, you can check that. You can check us out on Got 'Em Coach. Just type Got 'Em Coach podcast in your Google search bar, and, and it show it has some type of playlist that that's up there. You can go check that out. But um, I ain't bringing no water with me today. I'm tripping, so I can't get y'all my sip. So I'm gonna just end the show, and um, and I'm about to be up out of here. So I'll holla at y'all next time man and i'm out of here peace Thanks for tuning in. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at GEC325. And check out our website at www.gec325.com. Tune in next week for another episode of Got Em Coach. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most. But if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.